Welcome to Crooks Fire, an open podcast where we discuss the challenges of our world, ranging from social conflict to religious enlightenment. I'm your host, Brady. Take a moment to get ready. Let's dive in. Welcome to Crooks Fire, the podcast where personal opinions take center stage. I'm your host, Ouija, and I'm thrilled to have you join me on this journey of open and honest discussions. In a world filled with diverse perspectives, it's crucial to create a platform where individuals can freely express their personal opinions without judgment or censorship. This podcast aims to do just that, providing a safe space for thought-provoking conversations that challenge conventional wisdom and encourage critical thinking. Each episode will delve into a wide range of topics, from politics and social issues to pop culture and everyday experiences. Our guests will come from all walks of life, bring their unique viewpoints and experiences to the table. Together, we'll explore the complexities of our world, sharing personal stories, insights, and of course, opinions. But this podcast isn't just about hearing different perspectives. It's about fostering understanding and empathy. We believe that by actively listening to others' opinions, we can broaden our own horizons and develop a deeper appreciation for the diversity of human thought. So whether you agree or disagree with the opinions shared on this podcast, I invite you to join the conversation. Let's challenge our own beliefs, engage in respectful debates, and ultimately, Grow together as a community. Get ready to have your mind expanded, your assumptions challenged, and your voice heard. Welcome to Crooksfire, where personal opinions reign supreme. Today is October 29th, 2023. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. And we're going to discuss tonight about a few topics that's out there. Of course, everyone knows that the war is still going on in Israel, in Ukraine. Um, it seems that the United States is involved with both of them. And of course, that with lending aid to both. One clearly needs it. Well, I, I can't say um, whether both of them clearly need it or not. I, again, I am on the ship of improving our nation first um, with all this money we see in lend other countries but we can't repair our infrastructure we can't help our society um, disenfranchised people get the help they need they, they need but we're able to shell out money to other countries at war so it kind of makes you wonder when we were before war started started in these other countries, how we could have aided the homeless here, how we could have aided um, again certain aspects of of life here, maybe restructure the way social security runs, or again who knows? There's, there's other things that are happening right in the country, so that could pretty much used again uh, 
help from the government to make our country more stable and make it more successful. But I digress. We are in interesting times, especially this week. Um, from again, the war is still going on. Atrocities being committed in both nations of Ukraine and Israel. Two, remain having a, as I understand, a soldier shooting people indiscriminately. Um, with no less guns. It almost seems like there's always, always a gun issue in this country. But yet, people that aren't really or shouldn't have a gun get access to it. And then they have a any number of things from depression to a psychotic break. And then they go on a shooting rampage, right? Just shooting, hurting individuals, killing people, whether it's a school, whether it's a postal service, whether it is a... TV studio, whether it's, again, just a public function, these people go out there with their guns and just commit these atrocities. And to me, living in America, we would think that as Americans, we are more um, supportive of each other able to get the help that we need but then we have these individuals slip, slip through the cracks obviously they didn't get the help they needed so what they do is randomly take lives now do I think there need to be a different aspect on guns certainly well gun control yes uh, the system's not working we need to either do a better guard, a better job screening these individuals or, I mean, come up with a new system. Maybe not accept so many lobbyist donations and focus on what we could do to protect our people here in the country. With that on your mind there, are we, as people in America, becoming more callous and more uncaring? I see a lot of postings, uh, commercials, uh, programs that seem to be geared to more callous behavior, more um, uncaring, or people just watching up for their own and why that may be honestly something that's healthy it could also be something that can be a bit um, dangerous right because obvious how can we help each other if no one wants to help anyone we are a social creature human beings we thrive on contact, on relationships. Now, even if you think you're the most 
um, strong-willed solo individual on the face of the planet, there is someone, something that you have a connection to. Whether it's a pet, animal, person. Um, again, in the movie, um, well, I'm not going to talk about that right now. But being people that we are, humans, we need that connection. We need to have that bonding. And that being said, um, recently uh, another actor has passed, um, Matthew Perry. And with his passing, I wonder if there's any any people out there that are deeply saddened by his death, besides his family, or people just flocking um, to give their sympathies because that's what's expected of them. I personally. Um, I'm sad to see anyone um, pass. I know it's a normal function of life, but it's still troubling to see that. I mean, again, God bless Matthew Perry. Hopefully, He's moving on to a better place. Uh, God bless Richard Roundtree, who's recently passed. I hope these guys have had a successful career, successful life. And that they provided for others. And that they're moving on to a better plane of existence. So, my condolences to the families of Mr. Roundtree and Mr. Perry. Sincerely. Losing a loved one is traumatic and is really tough. There's been mention about um, the time change. Legislation is supposed to draw, I guess, up a bill to stop the shift in time. I personally would love to have that bill pass. Because the shifting in time, I don't see how it serves a purpose. I mean, maybe someone out there could enlighten me. Tell me how the fall back or spring forward time shift is instrumental to the stability of our society right now. But I do not see that. To me, it's, it's more of a hindrance than a benefit. I understand back then when it was implemented, it was very important at that time, in that age. 
But right now, I don't see how how it could play a major role in anyone's life. So, again, if there's something I'm missing with the time shift, time change, please reach out to me. Um, social media, Facebook, Crooksfire, uh, Instagram, Threads. Um, you can email me at Crooksfire at gmail.com. Let me know how this time shift is impacting or helpful to anyone out there. And also, I want to briefly touch bases on uh, political, I guess, um, show that's going on. Of course, you have the infamous Donald Trump. He's infamous for all the wrong reasons. But he's, of course, still trying out like he's the cleanest president that's ever lived. He's done nothing wrong. He loves using the term witch hunt to victimize himself. He's playing to people's emotions to make them think that he's a victim. But actually, he is the problem. The decisions he make, the things that he's done, he's encouraged others to do. He's the problem. Again, I'm not saying that he didn't do something to help the country when he was president, but you know, that you can have someone commit mass murder and then go around the block and help an elderly lady across the street doesn't mean that they're all good. So, the Republican Party is in disarray. I mean, I know they have, I believe, nine candidates now because Mike Pence suspended his presidential campaign. And honestly, I think that was the most honorable person on the Republican Party right now. It seems like everyone there, part of the term, is a grifter. They're trying to get over. I'm not saying that the Democrats are much better. But I do think the Democrats may be the lesser of two evils. Again, I'm kind of shocked that Mike Pence would withdraw from the presidential run. I think Donald Trump needs to take a cue from him and do the same. That being said, I am again they. The Republican Party of having issues with the Speaker of the House. I mean, the whole party seems to be in massive disarray. I recently posted an article. Um, I'm sorry, a, a video clip on YouTube that was uploaded um, by um, Brian Tyler Cohen, who was showed Marjorie Taylor Greene having a well, a list of inappropriate behaviors and accusations that she's done 
through her tenure in Congress there and in, in, in politics, and she and it was a long it was a long list. But again, that's a prime example of the Republican Party. It seems like somewhere someone dropped the ball on vetting these guys, and it's just on who pays me the most money. They're okay to come in. I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of people that have issue with what I'm saying, but you know, everything I express is my opinion, my feelings. You either hate it or love it, right? So, anyone else think that maybe Miss Green needs to step down because of her antics, her unprofessional behavior? I mean, if anything, I think she's one of them, besides maybe DT, she's one of the most damaging figures on the Republican Party. I'm sure there's some in the Democratic Party too as well, but it's hard to see them when you have these two beacons of light shining so bluntly in the social media, right? So last podcast, I alluded to uh, Jada Pickett being a damaged individual or damaged woman. So I was going to clarify a bit about the term damage. I don't want people to misconstrue my word by saying maybe, you know, abuse or anything like that. That is not what I'm referring to. If you look up the definition of damage on Google, it comes back as uh, inflict physical harm on something such as as to impair its value, usefulness, or normal function, have a detrimental effect on So that being said, understand that when I'm saying that Jada is damaged, it's the fact that she refuses to get help for the issues that she has. So if she has some psychological abuse, um, physical, sexual, any, any amount of trauma she has in her life, She's refusing to get help for that or to deal with that in a positive light. And instead is existing in that damaged state and unfortunately spreading that damaged energy, that damaged lifestyle to those around her. So when I say a person is damaged, it doesn't necessarily mean that they've been abuse is the fact that they have something wrong with themselves and they refuse to get help to correct it to rise above it to look at the problem that they're causing not only for themselves but for their lives or for people lives around them so being damaged again is having the lack of will to be fixed 
to become better. You have a lot of damaged people in the world. A lot of people that goes around, unfortunately, damaging other people because they refuse to seek or to make amends for what they are, what they've become. It's possible some people may not even know that they're damaged. That's when it becomes the job of those close to the person that is damaged to point out the damage that they have. To encourage them to get help, to see beyond the hate, the lies, the deceit that they're feeding themselves. To think they're alright, to think they're perfect, to think they're fine. Not everyone is fine. I hope if I become damaged, my friends, family, or even the audience out there will reach out to me and let me know, hey, maybe I need to seek help. Because at the very least, it will make me pause to reevaluate things. This lady, unfortunately, has not taking a single step back to relook at things, reassess things. There's a lot of people like that in the world too. I don't pretend to be a um, psychologist, psychiatrist, but a large part of what we don't deal with does affect us subconsciously, um, impacts our lives. You can ruin it. Okay. So, that being said, let's move on to uh, something else. The workforce. I was heard an interesting thing um, in this past week about it becoming harder and harder to get work. But it's not necessarily due to the lack of applications it's due to the um, I want to say the lapse of employers following through interviews and following up with people that are going through the application process and trying to get hired from what I understand a lot of people apply some of the applications do the letter, even maybe do the cover letter. But they don't hear back from these companies. So that to me is telling me that a lot of employers, a lot of businesses are not behaving as a business. I mean, if you get an application, I know there may be hundreds of applications that come in a day, but you hire someone or you have an interest in someone follow up with that person don't just leave them hanging I mean our since like our job market now is more um, well janky loosely put together is not flowing like it used to you know a person a company's person interested in you gave you the lowdown of the job gave you the salary basically made a, a commitment date with you you go through the training get hired and boom you're working now it's more like okay they will 
call you, set up an interview, then wait a week or two, contact you again, ask if you're still interested, then it's like, why would someone work for a company that operates like that? That's not seamlessly with their their process of hiring, then that's kind of going to translate to me that when I need, if I am working for your company and I need assistance, I'm not going to get that help. If anything, I may fall through the cracks, become another, you know, disgruntled employee or upset. So if you own a business out there, maybe step up the game um, with your employees. Also show them that you value them. A lot of businesses here think that just getting a paycheck shows value, but just telling your employee, hey, you're doing a great job, patting them on the back, handshaking, just popping up on them and saying, hey, can, is there anything I can help you out with? Showing that interaction that your team goes a long way with people goes a long way of building that trust. Again, social creatures. So that will also help to create that relationship, that bond with you and your employees. You know, even if it's to the point where you're a CEO of a major company so you don't see all your employees, the ones that you do see have that connection. So that connection can trickle down to all the other Know, supervisors or program managers or shift leaders, all that stuff. Because nothing's more important than making someone feel valued and important and like they matter in a company. I've worked with a company that everything they do seems more, more staged um, than actually having real interest in the, in the staff that they hired it to me it seems a bit like you're just a body to be replaced once you you know run the gamut once you either get injured you get sick you get tired or you just want to quit I'm not saying that you know every company does an exit interview I'm just saying that it seems like they're treating people as less than people, not on the same caveat as you would expect a person to treat a person. Honestly, I think the people that we care for in our working capacity seem to be more um, have more of a relationship with us than they do with our management or us having a relationship with our managers, right? It's kind of troubling when you think about it because again it, it makes it so an average Joe might just not want to go to work because he feels that disconnectedness. He doesn't feel valued. Doesn't feel like, hey, 
I'm gonna make an impact here. I'm gonna make a difference today when the job treats him so laissez-faire, so uncaring, you know? As a owner of a company or being in a management position, which I have been in, I operate as a team. Yeah, being a manager, it's a lot more involved and a lot more work on your on your end, but you're getting paid the bigger bucks to make sure your employees run together as a team, right? So being more involved with them, being a role model, being someone they could talk to, and facilitating that relationship goes a long way with helping your company grow and have a stabilized workforce as opposed to just checking in and saying the the, oh, the everyday greeting of good morning or how are you maybe you will try and say hey how is your day going how's your day different today than it was yesterday question that, that, that triggers thoughts not just an automatic response something make a comment that causes them to think like you know hey you're wearing blue today what made you pick blue that kind of thing Something that gets thought going. That makes them feel proud of the decisions they made. Well. Thank you guys for taking the time out. To listen. To some of the thoughts and opinions. Again. This is Ouija. And I will catch you all. On the next podcast. Remember everyone. Stay safe, stay blessed. And that's a wrap for today's episode of Crixfire. We hope you enjoyed diving into the world of personal opinions and exploring the diverse perspectives that make our society so vibrant. Remember, the power of personal opinions lies not only in expressing our own thoughts, but also in actively listening to others. It's through these conversations that we can bridge gaps, find common ground, and foster a more inclusive and understanding world. We encourage you to continue the dialogue beyond this podcast. Engage with others, challenge your own beliefs, and always approach discussions with an open mind. Remember, personal opinions are not meant to divide us but to spark meaningful conversations that lead to growth and progress. Thank you for joining us on this journey of self-expression and exploration. We appreciate your support and look forward to bringing you more thought-provoking episodes in the future. Until next time, keep sharing your voice, embracing different perspectives, and never shy away from expressing your personal opinions. This is Ouija. Signing off from Crooksfire. Stay curious, stay open-minded, and keep the conversation 
alive.